This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to Riffin' with Raff and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, ripping with Ralph and AD on this Wednesday night. We are here with Kenny Wilhite. Kenny, one of the things that I see uh, from you is you kind of add that personal touch of a lot of handwritten notes. About how many handwritten notes do you think you write out every year? Uh, probably about at least, if it's just uh, recruits, probably about 150 to 200. Hmm. You're doing a lot of writing. I love to write. Mm-hmm. I and, love to write. And you know what, Kenny? The reason why I think that's such a, it's such a novelty thing now because no one does it anymore. No. Nope. You know, nothing wrong with a text or you know an email or something like that. But when you sit down and take the time to write a letter, the sign to write a note, that goes a long way, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. Back in the day, we'd get those uh, computer-generated uh, recruiting letters, but um, we kind of gotten away from that. We do postcards and uh, stuff like that. But I love sitting down with a, with a with a sharpie and and and, and writing things out to the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those things go a long way. You know, can you you mentioned that you look at? I mean, you're scouring literally. You're scouring the state. You're developing relationships. You're doing the handwritten notes. Um, what are some things that you look for in a recruit? What are some character? Obviously, they have to be good enough to play at Nebraska. But what are some of the intangibles that you look for when you're thinking about a kid? Because think about this: there's a lot of folks. There's two kids. You know, like I say, born they're they're equal talented. What are some of the differentiators? What are some of the things that separate one from another when talent becomes equal? What do you look for? Uh, toughness, uh, toughness, and then you have to. You have to do your homework, you know, make sure there's no baggage. Um, check their social media. Make mm. sure there's nothing uh, on social media that that could be an uh, embarrassment to your program. Wow. And then you ultimately want good people. Mm-hmm. And people that want to be at the University of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, the transfer portal nowadays. You know, you gotta you gotta want people that want to be here. Kitty, talk to us more about that transfer portal. How how is that changing college football as you know it as a recruiter? That's your job. I mean, you recruit, and uh, they, how does that change it? Hate it, hate it. It's, Tell us why. It's free agency. It's free agency. That's all it is. I mean, you you got a kid that left one school that just won the next championship and went to the school that they beat. Come on, man. Hmm. What sense does that make? You know hmm. what I mean? Kid from Georgia went to transfer to Alabama on the receiver. I seen that. 
how how do you how, how do you how do you combat that though? I mean, because this is not going away. You know, and think about what kind of our listeners that are out there listening. People, kids have transferred, and even and basketball was more prior to you know two years ago. You know, a year and a half ago when this thing first started. But how do you combat that? You you can't. I mean, you like I said, if you establish a relationship, and you hope hope that that relationship carries you to keep a kid for two to three, four years of his college career. Um, the trust, the kid has to trust you. You have to trust the kid. But ultimately, the kid has to trust you that you have his best interest, not only as far as football, but life. Hmm. You know, you you build that trust and hope that the trust that you've built with that kid makes that kid want to stay around for three, four years of your, of your program. Absolutely. And that trust, when that, and you think about you add in the, uh, and I know this has been a, a huge topic uh, across the country, not just at the on the ninety three point seven, the ticket across the country as far as the NIL money goes. Can I ask you this, man? Put yourself as a kid today. For instance, or what's the quarterback's name? Irwin, right? That's left Ohio State oh, yeah. to play at Texas. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. Can you think about you? You're today. You're eighteen, nineteen year old kid. How would that change the way that you decide to go to school right now? Now, obviously, you don't know what you know now, but put yourself in the place of a teenager right now and their family, and you're getting – you think about this. You know, uh, Charlie Batch, former quarterback for the Steelers, Eastern Michigan grad, offered the quarterback, offered an individual a million dollars to transfer. How would you have dealt with that as an 18-, 19-year-old kid? I'm, I'm, I'm different. I've had this conversation with a lot of guys, some former players, and we had some knockdown arguments about it. I didn't play college football for money. Hmm. I played college football because it gave me an avenue to get out of my situation. Right. I got a, I got the opportunity to get a free education uh, and play big-time college football. So I said if I made it to the NFL, I was going to make it and make money. I didn't. If the University of Nebraska did not have a Will Height 19 jersey sold, I don't deserve money. If the University of Nebraska did not use me in a commercial, I don't deserve money. So now, fast forward to nowadays, would I accept money to play college football? No. And you may call me crazy, but I would not play. I would not accept money to play college football. For my passion of the game and the way I approached it, I'm playing for the person next to me, not for hmm. the value of a dollar. Hmm. College football is for college football. If you have the opportunity to play professional football, that's when you make your money. Again, let me let me let me say this. If the University of Nebraska is not using me in a commercial or not selling my jersey to make a profit, I don't deserve extra money. Hmm. You're paying for me to get a free education. Our scholarship check back then was woo. Two seventy-five. <laughs> so imagine surviving off of that. Right. Right. So again, that's just me. That's my thinking. That's how I think. That's how I approach it. I would not. I would not. If you call me right now today, and it goes back to my position right now, my love for the University of Nebraska is what kept, has kept me here. I've been offered coaching jobs back on the field. But, you know, turned them down because, one, they may not have been in the right situation. Hmm. Two, you know, I want to see our program winning again. Right. So my love for the university is the reason why I've stayed. Hmm. Um, I'm passionate about this university. 
And I talked to a lot of guys that are passionate about this university. And like I said, we've talked about it, and some of them said they would take money, some of them said they wouldn't, unless it was a certain amount. But that's that's not how I think. I don't do this for money. I didn't play the game of college football for money. I played it for the love of the game and the guys I was lining up with. Mm-hmm. Do you think the money that some of these guys are getting today, and gals as well, I mean, just athletes in general, do you think it increases the hunger to do better, to keep the checks coming, or do you think it decreases their drive because they figure, hey, I'm already getting paid, so why why try any harder? What do you think the landscape of that looks like? I can't speak for, for, for their thinking, but uh, some of them, that's all they're thinking about is NIO money. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not doing it for the love of the game it's working i get my nli money mm-hmm. um so i can't speak for everyone but i know it has changed the landscape of college football and will the ncaa come step in and put some more uh rules in place i think that it needs to be done um are you going to get guys like the, the quarterback at oklahoma he left i mean he's a starting quarterback at oklahoma and he's decided to leave mm. I, I don't I, I, that's mind-boggling to me. So it is, it is, it is. So Kenny, um, you coordinate the annual pro day. That should actually be coming up here in a couple months. Do the scouts in the NFL do they do they contact you to come to come to Nebraska, or is that something that you reach out to them? No, they 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 reach out to me. I actually just updated our. Uh, information on the NFL site today to let them know when our pro day is, what time, what time to be here, check in. So um, they all have to RSVP through me and I'll get a, a running tab on who all is going to be here. And then once they're here, that's their day. They run it. I just coordinate it. Uh, I make sure our guys are where they want them to be. And uh, meaning our players that are NFL eligible, draftable players. Uh, but once they're here, they start it, they, they run it. I just make sure they have everything they need to, in order for it to run smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny, with a little bit of time we have left, a few things I want to ask you. You know, you were the um, – you, you, you're part – I mean, you're legendary there at Nebraska, the way you played the game, uh, the way you approached the game. What are some things that you've tried to instill in some of the kids today about the Nebraska way? Because you talked about, you know, T. Leggett and Curtis Cotton – and Jay Reese and those guys that were some of your age, but the older ones who taught you the Nebraska way to do things. Because how you do some things is how we do everything. What are some of the things that you've tried to impart to some of these younger kids that are there today about when you were there? Well, I'm trying to get away from when we were there. Um, one thing I have told them is they need to know their history. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys we're recruiting now don't know the history of Nebraska. Um, so, like, when former players come around, I'll be like, yo, you know who that is? They'll be like, no. And I'm like, bro, you should know your history of the University of Nebraska. Because mm-hmm. I took it upon myself. You know, I'm good friends with Roger Thomas. I'm good friends with Neil Smith. I'm good friends with Brian Washington. I'm good friends with Johnny Rogers, Rich Glover, you know, Eric Crouch. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys that came before me, a lot of guys that came after me, because I know how much this place means to me. So what I've tried to do with these young guys is know your history of the University of Nebraska. That's right. Um, and, you know, Kenny, just like you said. Study the history. Absolutely. Go ahead. And it, like you said, it's not about just, you know, sharing like when I was here. It's about, no, just knowing who your family is, the DNA yes. of Nebraska football, yes. the, you know, the, everything that yes. made Nebraska football unique that it is. Kenny, 
we can't tell you how much we definitely want to have you on again. Can't tell much it, it meant to us that you to take this time. Um, I know you're you still stay. I'm gonna tell you folks right now. Kenny still like he could still play cornerback. The dude is in phenomenal shape. In fact, sends me crazy uh, workouts. I'm thinking, <laughs> nah, man, I can't do that yet. <laughs> but Kenny, brother, thank you so much for taking the time with us tonight. Again, folks, we had Kenny Wilhite, uh, former All Big Eight. Uh, cornerback from Nebraska, recruiting uh, court, high school coordinator, state of Nebraska. Kenny, thank you so much for your time tonight. We appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you guys having me on, man. Thank you, yeah. Kenny, for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, when we get back, sorry about that. When we get back, we'll be having another guest join us. And right now we will go to break. You're listening to Riffin' with Raff and A.D. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.